sure that they, there were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's brought walking. The cat. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap, placement, kick by Hartley, and it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen oh. over. The All Saints right, are ladies and gentlemen, to welcome the to the end of week twelve on the fifth down. I'm the captain. Dudes are here. All right. So, uh, in case you weren't watching, the Monday Night Football game just ended. So, here we are. Uh, Tutsi, let's give them the rundown. All right. So, with week 13 fully in the books, um, Buccaneers, 30 over the Falcons, 17. Cardinals, 33 over the Bears, 22. Chargers beat the Bengals in a very interesting game, 41 to 22. Lions over the Vikings, 29-27. Dolphins beat the Giants, 20-7. Eagles, 33 over the Jets, 18. The Colts blank the Texans with 31-0. The Washington football team beats the Las Vegas Raiders, 17-15, and probably the most interesting game of the week. Rams over the Jags, 37-7. And the Steelers beat the Ravens, 20-19. That was the most interesting game that of the week. That was the All second right. most. That was, yeah, probably so. <laughs> it was the most boring game until the end. Uh, Seahawks over the 49ers, 30-23. And Chiefs over the Broncos, 22-9. We just saw the Patriots beat the Bills in another defensive game of the week, 14-10. and the Cowboys beat the Saints on Thursday night, 27-17. Saints continue their slide uh, at five games in a row now. Yes, okay. And here in week 12, we finally have our first team mathematically eliminated. No, we finished week 12. We finished week 12. No, we finished week 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 13. I'm sorry. I said 12 at the beginning. We're in week 13. We're in week 13. That's what you get for going live. (laughs) Um, All right. Anyway. uh, you're banned. First team mathematically eliminated from the playoffs is the Houston Texans. Sorry, Chris, when you watched this, I apologize, but it had to happen to someone. The Lions, believe it or not, finally winning their first game of the season. Still. To finish, it. to be at 1, 10, Still. and 1. Still have a slight chance at making the playoffs. So, it's, congratulations, it Texans. It is the most minuscule chance of all the teams on this list, um, but it's still possible. All right, so let's go ahead and start. Um, I, I mean, just, just real quick on the Patriots and Bills. Uh, yeah. Patriots just won the game 14-10. to 10. They only threw the ball three times throughout this thing. It was an entire – it was just, just rushing, running – you know, on the Patriots. Mike Jones ball. completed two out of three passes for 19 yards. Yeah, I mean, control the clock. That's what it was about. Um, it was windy as hell, as we all saw. You know, so, I mean, they had 222 yards on the ground. It so, was so windy, one of the flags on the top of the goalpost blew up. Yeah, so, I mean, the Bills, I mean, buff, I mean, sorry. Blech. The Patriots had a game plan. They stuck to it, and, and it was enough to win. So, And they're now the one seed in the AFC. Yes, they are. Who would have saw that coming after last season? Mm, Not I. No. Hardcore Patriots fans, maybe so. 
Um, so yeah, that w- this was a rough game for the Bills. They just couldn't get anything going on the ground. Uh, Josh Allen put up a buck forty-five in the air with the touchdown, but it just wasn't enough to to uh, propel him over. And you know, yeah, the, he lost the fumble, so that didn't help. I mean, the Bills. Uh, New really... England had also lost two fumbles. So yeah. when you're when you're the Bills aren't built for this kind of game. No, with the lack they're, of running, run, they have no. Yeah. they have a committee of running backs. They don't have a real bell cow running back. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't built. Look, for this Damian game. Harris made his statement the last few weeks. The guy's been just on fire. He had ten carries for hundred and eleven yards in this one and a touchdown. Uh, Rashawn Rashawn Moore Stevenson had twenty four carries for seventy eight yards. So I mean, they just pounded this ball down the Bills' throat, and they just couldn't stop them. We were watching Monday Night with Peyton and Eli. Great, great, best great, way to watch, yeah, the best way to watch Monday Night Football. I wish they would do every game. Um, and they had uh, Akeem Talib on. Akeem Talib, yes. And yes, Akeem Talib was talking about playing against you know a hard-running offense that you just can't stop. And it's it's demoralizing. It's tiring. You know, it's cold and windy outside up there in Buffalo right now. Um, you you can't uh, you can't win a football game if you can't if you can't stop the run, or at least you know get their running game going. Like I said, that was the Bills' game. I mean, uh, Pat's game plan, and they played it to perfection. All right, let's go ahead to the next one. Let's pick one out. Um, All right, so uh, we are. Uh, we'll get to that last. Um, so Cardinals back on track, Kyler Murray's back, uh, two touchdowns, buck 20 and, uh, 59 on the ground with two more touchdowns. Looks like he didn't leave. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, coming back, uh, he, he grabs the score. Uh, James Conner grabbed the score. I mean, it's just, a you know, the team's coming back. Chicago's starting to look a little better. Uh, Andy Dalton's not going to be your answer there for sure. I, I don't know what Chicago's going to have to do. They, they've just got to blow this team up. That looks like Taysom Hill numbers. They're, those two are, t- yeah. <laughs> Andy Dalton, two touchdowns with four interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> uh, and, and, but, I mean, look, you do have a bright spot in David Montgomery. Um, he got 21 carries for 90 yards on the score. Uh, you know, you, you, you're getting – he's got 51 yards in the air. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a great running back. He's, he's the kind of running back you could build your offense around if you had a, a decent quarterback. And uh, Darnell Mooney's the young receiver coming up. Uh, Jakeem Grant um, caught a few balls for him, too. I mean, it, it's just one of these things where just the Bears just haven't been able to find the answer in, in fields. Well, for the Bears, it starts with coaching, right? So yeah. Matt Nagy has to go. I think, um, I think this is his last season. I think it has to be. I mean, if you want to have a chance with this team to do anything, you, you got to start. And, and the way to blow it up, you got to start with, with leadership. And that's your coaching staff needs to needs to go hit the books because yeah. they're it, they're just not good. No, you know? they had like one year where they were where Matt Nagy did something, and then well, it's funny because like the last they three years they've been, they've the been right. Yeah, year. they've been right on the edge of the playoffs. They've been able to string together enough wins to be wild card competitive. But it just it, the Matt Nagy experiment—it's over. Yeah, and then I don't know what else to say about this game other than you know the Cardinals are still the best team in the NFC. Yes, uh, they're still the best team in football. I think at ten to two. Yeah, I guess number one overall. I, I, I think yeah. I think this Cardinals team could beat New England the way they're playing right now. 
Well, uh, we'll, we'll that we may might get a chance to see that, it. That might be it. Um, moving on, we'll get to uh, the Chargers and the Bengals. Uh, both teams are now 7-5 after this game, uh, which means Cincinnati is still in second place in the division. Yep. Uh, the Chargers move, of course, to second place. They pretty much... Yeah, because I mean, of the Raiders' loss, they they just owned this game, right? They did. And like it was close at one point, and then like the offense, I mean, the defense just took over, scoop and score off of yep. a mix and fumble. I mean, it was just two, two picks for Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's I just mean, got to be two lost fumbles for 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 the uh, for the Bengals. You had um, Mixon and Burrow both lost, so Burrow had three turnovers. Mixon had one. Um, yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler played an ugly game too, man. Yeah, he Austin had two Eckler. fumbles and he lost. That, well, that's the so. thing is like it, there was turnover, 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 right? Yeah. So I mean, the team stats. Let's see how many is total there. Um, it was four to three. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's so it, the team that was plus one won the game. I mean, I was the Chargers. So um, I mean, Justin Herbert's doing what Justin Herbert can do. Like it, it's it's weird. He's like night and day. One week he's fantastic. Like this week, I mean. 26 for 35, 317 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, you know, and then like last week where he just got blow, blown up, you know, it yeah. was just not, not his week. And then Burrow, same thing. Last week he, he was on Blood, fire. And then this, and this week, week he fell down. Yeah. Which I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still not bad stats. I mean, he was 24 for 4,300 yards with one touchdown. I mean, the, the two, two interceptions, interceptions and a fumble. I mean, that's, that's hard to overcome. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Not great by any stretch of the imagination, but I mean, it could be worse. You know, it could be four interceptions by Taysom Hill. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right? Is y- you had come just, back, Drew. All right, <laughs> we'll get there. Push, push. I mean, since he was, you know, struggling and they didn't score their first points, you know, until like two minutes left and a half. Yeah. Right. And then they made a little run to it. They bought it in close, and then it got it got Chargers within, it got within it eight. Got within eight, and that was the closest it got. Oh, they so were within two. 24, 22. Oh, yeah, 22, Yeah, okay. And then just the Chargers turned it on, and fumbles and turnovers, and yeah. things did things. You got it rolling. All right, uh, football team in the Raiders. Raiders. Both teams now at six and six. Raiders dropped to third place. Washington football team is in. Don't know where they're at. They're, they're, they're still in the hunt. Yeah, they're still in the hunt. Six and six. Not there, but at six and six, they have. I mean, they're in the same. They're in the same seat as most of the other teams at the bottom of the NFC South. I mean, NFC. Um, it's funny because everybody's eligible to make the playoffs in the NFC right now. So, yeah, And this is an interesting game because there was only one turnover, and it was a Taylor Heineke interception. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this was just kind of a, a back-and-forth defensive game. Um, the, the flow was just weird, right? Yeah, I mean, it was just a – There you go. There we go. All right. So I mean, you, you get you get to the you get to halftime at seven and three, right? And then you come back out, and then Washington scores their second touchdown, brings up to, uh, sorry, we just kick a field goal. Washington scores a touchdown. We just score another touchdown, but they miss the extra point. All right. So it's twelve to fourteen. Another fantastically weird score, but it is what it is. 
was good at full goal, 14 to 15. And then just 17 to 15 is just an odd freaking number to end on. Uh, not so much the 17, but the 15. So again, you had 7 to 5 in your football pool, you're doing well. Uh, I don't know, not much else to say about this really. No, but I mean, Washington is figuring ways to win. They're, yes. they're putting things together. Yes. They know that they're making that playoff push. And Ron Rivera said it that, you know, this is our. This is this is how we play ball, and this is what we need to do. And and they have they the, have the Dallas next week at home, you know. So I mean, so it's a big divisional game. Uh, the way Dallas has been playing lately, I think this is actually for division lead. Um, no, Dallas is still Dallas is still running away with it at this point. Um, I'm not exactly sure of their record, but I mean, they're still on the top of the division. Yeah, they're still eight and four. Yeah. So. They can go to seven and six. I mean, um, six and six is the next is the best is the yeah. next person down. But like I said, they're not eliminated from the playoff contention. So no, if they can keep on doing what they're doing and win these games against Dallas and and the Philly and all what they have left. Um, they can still steal that division. You know, not likely, but still possible, and can sneak in on a wild card position just like last season. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go real quick to the Broncos and the Chiefs. This was actually a pretty uh, a pretty competitive game. Actually, I'm sorry. They didn't sneak in on the wild card last year. They actually won their division. My bad. Yeah, they did. So Okay, so uh, <laughs> moving on, we're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Broncos real quick. So the Chiefs are still uh, – they're offensively still trying to figure out how to get back to that 35 points a game that they had last year. And Their defense really stepped up. Their defense up stepped up. Because and then look, credit to the Broncos. They they took all the chances. And this, you know, we're talking about taking chances in the overtime. And this is the team that took a lot of chances. They were three for six on fourth down. Okay, so you go for six fourth down plays as the Denver Broncos. You're trying to get that momentum going. And it Well, they knew they had an uphill yeah, battle, right? They're they playing did. in Kansas City, you know, and I mean, honestly, let's just face it. I mean, Kansas City is the better team out of these two. And so, yeah, and I mean, look, Vic Fangio was just doing what he could to try to get his team motivated and and do what he can to win the game. So, I mean, there was a lot of chances that were taken, and and I think they were valid chances to be done. I mean, and and they pulled off like two fourth down conversions in like one drive. Yeah. Headed into halftime. So, I mean, they and were it, doing what they had to do. It didn't help, though, with the pick six. That that was, you know, kind of one of the game-killing plays there. Uh, that happened right in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but, I mean, left. turnovers like that, I mean, that, that kills you no matter how you do it. And so, you I mean, doing the salt shaker? Yeah, I mean, stop that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, it, it's Kansas City's better team, but Denver came out and did what they could try to do. To steal that momentum and win that game, and it didn't work out for them. But nope. like I said, Kansas City's defense stepped up. So, I mean, it really wasn't that great of an offensive offensive run, right? So I mean, Patrick Mahomes was fifteen for twenty nine, hundred eighty four yards, didn't throw a touchdown, and he had one interception. So I mean, he did run one in. So if you had him, that somewhat that actually didn't say you had a horrible fantasy day. Yeah, you did. You had a horrible fantasy day with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So again, it's with, it's, with anybody it's, from, it's the <laughs> offense of the Chief is still trying to figure out, get their flow and get their get in their groove. Yeah. I mean, if you had they've any, had a pretty good groove the last couple of games, but if you had any player out of any of these two teams on your fantasy, you it was not a good time for you. Well, except for Javante Williams, he's about the only one that 
Because, I mean, he had... Yeah, he had a hard yard, yeah, so 100, 10 100, points 100, in mostly. 180 combined yards with a touchdown, not bad. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, he had, he I was, didn't see his he had more. Yeah, he had more offense than... Uh, almost more than that Chiefs quarterback. Uh, so, again, that's that was a good game uh, in the sense of... It's like, here's the Broncos trying to come back, right? Uh, last one, I think, before we talk about... Same. Yeah. This this was the best game of the week. This was good. And like like Tootsie said earlier, it was kind of a snoozer headed into the last quarter. Yeah. But I mean it was it was ten it to was three worth it. going into the fourth quarter. It was worth it to make it to that last quarter. Right? And I mean, look, you've got you've got Pittsburgh coming back. They they've scored three points the whole dang game, right? Um, then they come back and they score seventeen, 17 in the points fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. Okay, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers team from five years ago, six years ago, hell, four years ago. Yeah, you know when 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 they could just put up silly silly numbers and still had a really good defense. Yeah, but I mean, that's when they and, had Antonio and, and Juju and, and Juju and Ben Roethlisberger and then still Le'Veon not, Bell. Yeah, you know, like you, you talk. Well, I'm going back about six years now, but I mean, it, it it's it was good to see them being able to do this. Um, you know, it just shows you that Ben's got a, a like a little left in the tank, but he doesn't have a full game of tank anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's but pretty he's much still, he's, he's pretty still, much said this his last season. He's so. still he's still staying upright. He's still, you know, he's still in the pocket. He's always been this big, strong, immovable tank, right? The guy still got that aspect of it, but he just, you know, they they did the they always do the the stats and stuff. His passes have gotten shorter. But I mean, that's what happens. Like it happened with Drew Brees. It happened with Peyton Manning. You know, uh, yeah. it has. I don't think it's going to happen to Tom Brady just because he's immortal. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's just some kind of demigod at this point. That's a fountain of youth he found somewhere in Florida. Yeah, like uh, what did they? What was it the uh, the Battlefield commercial was like MVP 2055, and it was still Tom Brady. Yeah, you know, so um, it, you know, it's kind of true. And I mean, look. It, Here's the here's the last part. What it was the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, the last. Right. Uh, let's see. You had okay. So Pittsburgh goes from three to twenty within the last five minutes. Five of the minutes, game. roughly yeah. five minutes of the game. So you're talking about a Steelers team that just got hot at the end, okay? And then Baltimore has the ball going in. They score the last touchdown of the game. All right, it's nineteen to twenty at this point. Um. You can kick it and go to overtime, or you can go for two and for the win. Harbaugh says go for two. I texted the captain. I said, this is stupid, because if it doesn't work, you know, and he was like, no, I like the call, right? Yeah, and I still do. I mean, even with the loss, I, I love the call. I mean, it, it's ballsy. Uh, you're taking that chance. You, you're betting on your team to win, right? And, I mean, when everything's said and done, he had the right play called up. He did. You know, he, he beat that defense. But Watt got in enough to yeah, get to frustrate that He beat that the pass. defense. He had the play. It just wasn't executed, right? So And, look, this, Andrew stopped the little. You give it to your two best players, right? I mean, Lamar it, threw a, 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 an okay pass, and, and Mark Andrews just wasn't enough he to wasn't, catch it. He didn't have yeah, so, uh, this much more, y'all. Got to tap it right to himself. But I still love the call. I mean, even with the loss, I still love the call. And, and the reason for me, anyway, is because I was watching that game and, and you're looking at the fourth quarter and you're looking at how it's playing out. And Pittsburgh had all the momentum at this point, right? 
Yeah. They took the lead going to but the But that's why you're going to overtime. They do all so these you let things. the momentum Yeah, but momentum stop. still momentum still flows, right? So Tootsie's argument was, oh, yeah, you go in, you try to win the uh, the toss, and then you go in and you, and you win the game. But Pittsburgh's defense had their number. They were sacking Lamar left and right throughout their fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that drive that they scored in the last minute and a half, I mean, it was big chunk plays. It was luck plays because – for some reason, I don't understand why defenses do this, and they've always done it, and it's always irritated the crap out of me. They always, they'll always allow for those plays to get you those underneath routes. Yeah, and I hate them. Like I don't understand well, I mean, why defenses do it. They go into this prevent mode. You're right, but and the only the, thing a prevent defense does is prevent you from winning the game. But there's the science behind it: is you tackle them in bounds, you're killing as much clock as possible. Yeah, but they and, still have one timeout, and they still have and enough it's just, time it, to do it's it. It's hard because if you try to go man, and this is what you you see, unless if you unless you've got some serious cover corners, right? Yeah, but you had and, their and number a, the and whole, a ridiculous safety. You had their number the not, whole fourth quarter. You're not going to get. You you don't want to take the chance of a busted coverage, and then you have what happened. You would you have what happened in 2018 with Minnesota or 2017 Minnesota? Okay, but all right. So say you get that, and then they score and they leave 40 seconds on the clock. Yeah, and then you do what Big Ben does. You know or what he's done in the past. I mean, they had I don't their think number. This Big ben they had their done number a, in the fourth ah, quarter. Well, he he did. I'm telling you, he he had their number in the fourth quarter. And that's why Harbaugh said we're going for the win. If we don't make it, we don't make I, it. Again, I, I don't dislike the call you know? overall, but I just think in that situation I would have kicked it and gone to overtime because they were, down, just... they were down to third and fourth string cornerbacks. You know, so I mean that's that's why they were getting torched in the fourth quarter. They had nobody to cover. Yeah. You know, their their cornerbacks went down in the game, so they were down to it, and they had to make something happen to try to win the game. And I mean, look, Baltimore's still eight and four. They're in charge of the division still. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it, it's closer now, right? So yeah, with got, Pittsburgh got, at six five and one, they move into possible playoff contention, depending on and, and I mean, how again, other teams fall. Look, Cleveland at six and six is still not out of it. Yeah, right. That like whole a, division is separated like a, by two wins. Like I said, the Jacksonville Jaguars are still not eliminated. In Cincinnati, where the Houston Texans Cincinnati, are. <laughs> Cincinnati at three and one in division and five and three in conference is still the team that can come out ahead. So if Cincinnati can beat Baltimore. Next week. Uh, next week, Cincinnati is going to take Over a the game lead. Yeah. and a half lead in the division. Yeah. So I mean, you, you, you're, and again, that's where that call. It's gonna retrospect. You're gonna come back and look at it, but I, I see your I, point. I still don't hate the but call. But I still, I still think, think I still think right that call. call at that moment wasn't the right call. But, I mean, um, all right, let's move on to... Let's move on to the last thing. Oh, boy, here we yeah. go. So, um, Saints-Cowboys. I'm um, just... I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over the season. Look, and, and here's the thing. Like, we're over it at five and seven, but we're still not out. If we can go on a run on these last four or five games, I mean, anything's possible. We're dead right? last. We're last in the division. And we're at one and two in yeah. the division. The only team with the worst divisional record is the Falcons. But we still have three division games to play. So we do. Anything can happen. We do. Okay. I'm not counting on it. Um, in fact, I think the Saints would probably just be better off just playing I mean, this look, thing out when, when see where we fall. Looking at these three teams, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Saints, we're all at five and seven. But healthy on paper, we're the better team. Healthy on paper. 
We're not healthy. Yeah. We're not and healthy. And that's just it. I mean, we, why, we why haven't would you, been. Yeah, because I mean, like. But we haven't been. And I mean, here's the thing. Those, those, those uh, wild card spots, you've got Eagles, Redskins. That's right. I said Redskins. The football team. Um, and then you got Rams and the 49ers. And I mean, the Rams are pretty much, they, they just, as long as they don't lose like three, as long as they win three more games out of the last set, they're going to be in a wild card spot. Uh, even with the super team, that's not gelling whatsoever. Look, if we had more, if we had more things and I said the word playoffs, we would now pop up the little thing of Jim Moore. Playoffs. playoffs. Look, mathematically is still there. The reality of it is it's just not going to happen this season. So, I mean, still watch the game, still support your team. But, I mean, look, we're still supporting them, you know. But I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen this season. No. I mean, we, we're just not there. Losing Jameis was was detrimental. I didn't think it would be that big a difference. Um, I thought the Saints were going to have a better shot with Trevor Simeon with the way he played out that Tampa Bay game. And, boy, was I wrong. Um all you Taysom Hill lovers who came out and said Taysom should be starting over Jameis. <laughs> boy, were you wrong. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, in his one game as a starter, he threw two t- uh, what, what, 19 for 41, 254 yards, two touchdowns, and four interceptions. I mean, you're not going to win games with that. I mean, it's just no. not going to happen. And, I mean, look, we, you're minus three in the turnover ratio. You're not going to win. Dallas's defense is opportunistic as hell. Um, they showed that. And this is why I still think Dallas is the best team in that division. And they're going to come out of it. And I think they're going to make it. They could. I could see them in the NFC Championship game. But they are just so opportunistic on their defense. And that's the thing about this game. Was I was really impressed with Dallas um, against the Saints defense that was hurt but still tough. Yeah, you know, look, they were able it, to, it was pretty easy to win this game when Taysom throws for you. You call them op, op, opportunistic. Look, that first interception, that, that was an amazing play. Okay. Yeah. The next three were basically just bad. given to him. Yeah. I mean, he threw the ball directly to them. I think he forgot who he was playing for at that time. Um, and everyone's going to say, yeah, but he hurt his finger and whatever. If you're that hurt, get out the game. I mean, Bring in Trevor Simeon again. Maybe the magic will happen. Maybe. You know, it worked It worked in the first game that he went in. I mean, maybe the magic will, will strike and we can get in there. I mean, we were in the game until to, to the fourth, to the third quarter. You know, I mean, we were right there. And then that's when Taysom started throwing the ball, the interception, you know. Yeah. One pick six and he, he Trevon Diggs grabbed one. I mean, yeah, it was just – Interceptions for everyone. You get an interception. You get an interception. You get really, an interception. Really, it was the, it was the pick six that kind of and it out. was and it was like four drives in a row that he three drives in a row that he threw these interceptions. Yeah, and you I know, mean, look, it, if, it was just if, too much. It's the same thing with with Drew in the playoff game last year, right? You know, we all were like, but he was too hurt, and he should have he should have stopped, and he should have he should have pulled back and pulled out. But you know what? You got to make you got to make your thing, and you got to tough it out. And it's the attitude of all these guys. It's a tough team. Yeah, I you know the Saints. The Saints have been a tough team. We're, we're not. We don't give up. Yeah, because they still got their mentality, thinking they got a shot. And, and but that's where you want to be. That's good as a, as a franchise. Yeah, you know, that's, 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 that's Sean Payton. That's but Sean Payton. I also think Sean Payton needs to take a reality check and just be like, 
well, well, you, you said you said look let's let's see Ian book the rest of the season I, I still stand by let's that let's see what he can do let, I'm, I'm, I'm fine know, with that we got four games left five yeah. games left I mean don't don't take any chances with Taysom because he's still a valuable piece yeah but I mean let him play the valuable piece but for position. the love of God next year you know, he needs to be in on 70% of the snaps, not 7%. With the amount of money we're paying him, he should be on every snap. I mean, it, they need and to I figure it out. And I think that's what they figured out with the contract is saying, look, we want you in more plays, but we're not going to pay not gonna you be just quarterback. quarterback money. Yeah. You know. And and I think he kind of understands that. I hope he does. Because, I mean, the, the Saints are going to go after a quarterback this year. We were talking earlier. Um, I, I mean, I hope I, it's I Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson is probably the best target. That's out there for us to go after, um, just because he still has five, six years left in the tank. You know, especially behind a fully healthy Saints offensive line with you know Alvin Kamara. I mean, you get those going, you get Alvin Kamara there. I think you have to give up Michael Thomas to to make this happen. I think um, so. So, although I would trade Michael Thomas and some draft picks for DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson, I don't think you'll get both. I think you got to get. I know. Michael Thomas and some draft picks for Let a man dream. Russell Wilson. Let a man dream. And then you go out and you spend what you have left in the draft on receivers and offense. Because in the past few years, we've done nothing but defense, 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 defense. And it's showing. Like, yes, the Saints are losing the game, but this is not all on the defense's back, you know. Four interceptions, That's there's not a whole lot your defense can do about that, right? I mean, it was a near-even time of possession, 28 28- for the Cowboys and almost 32 for the Saints. So, I mean, you, you're, your team is keeping – is staying on the field, but you're just not getting anything out of it because you're getting these turnovers late in the drives, yeah, which it, is what happened. It gets to be too much on a defense when it when it gets down. And then, of course, our, the kicking, our kicking didn't help. No, we still don't have a kicker. Um, Brett Marr, Marhar, however you say it. Sorry, bro. It's not you. Let's just make it through this season. And Let's get Will Lutz back. Oh, Let's get yeah. We'll get Will Lutz back or draft Cade York. I don't care which. Yeah. Let's get our offensive line back healthy. Let's get, let's get Alvin Kamara back 100. percent Let's let's get if Michael Thomas sticks around. Let's get him back 100. percent But I mean, let let's we we need to be healthy in order to win. And this season's just not it for us, guys. No. Okay. Well, on to the more fun things. Um, so we're gonna do our picks for the week. Uh, okay, so going into this week, I had... We were tied up at 24 and 20. Yeah, I had Philly over the Jets. I had Tampa Bay over Atlanta, New England over Buffalo, and I had Cincinnati over the Chargers. So if you keep the score at home, I went 3-1. and one. I had Miami over the Giants, San Francisco over Seattle, Minnesota over Detroit, and Vegas over the football team. Uh, I went 1-3. Oh, man, we forgot to shout out Detroit. We'll get to that after this. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm happy that I was wrong with Detroit. Um and we'll we'll end on this, I guess. Yeah, look. It, it, All right, so look, we, we did this, we started well, the fantasy we stuff. Detroit. We'll end on let's, Detroit. Yeah, we started yeah, so, the fantasy stuff, so let's go. Give your that. team. Um, give your team. I had Tom Brady, uh Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, uh Jamar Chase, um, Mike Evans, uh DeGronk. Michael Sanders, New England's defense, and Ryan Suckup as a kicker. Uh, came up with a grand total of 123.32. Better than last week, but... I'm still better at fantasy. Um, Kirk Cousins, 
Madison. Okay, so if y'all aren't familiar, we take our pick our teams that we pick to win for the week, and we build a fantasy roster all of them. So uh, I had the Vikings, so I ended up with Cousins, Madison, and Jordan Je- uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, I took Elijah Mitchell out of San Francisco, who's been just fantastic on on the ground. Uh, Jalen Waddle out of Miami. Uh, Kittle out of San Francisco, Josh Jacobs out of Vegas, uh, Miami's defense, and then Robbie Gould for my kicker. I ended up with 153.95. Um, the tight ends went off first this week. I mean, Gronk had uh, 17.8 points, and Kittle had 30.6 if you're playing a PPR league. I think he wound up closer to 40. Um, so I'm better at fantasy two weeks in a row, Yeah, but I'm down on my picks, so... Uh, next week I've got, uh, for week 14, uh, predictions. I'm taking all the home teams this week. Uh, give me Carolina over Atlanta, Tampa Bay over Buffalo, Minnesota over Pittsburgh and Cincinnati over the 49ers. Okay. I have, um, uh, away team Jamboree apparently, uh, Seattle over Houston, uh, Denver over Detroit, Rams over Arizona and Dallas over Washington. Um, I think the Rams are gonna start pulling this together. I hope and they're so, gonna, but I this they're is gonna the test. contest this against. This is the test. Yeah, I'm, this I'm is giving the them a shot again this because week. now it looks like Odell's finally plugged in and all this. Uh, but let's talk about the most important thing of the week: Detroit. Detroit, you did it. You finally did it. You broke it. You won a game. You did. Here's your uh, participation trophy. It's the best I got. It's a, it's a remote. There you go, Detroit. You got it. You won no, a game. No, but I mean, like, look, this was this was a, a long time coming for this team. And, you know, Dan Campbell, he's been so energetic and enthusiastic in getting his players going every week. And he's been just – to see him on the sidelines, his reaction, right, was just yeah. – it was it was just like, yeah, this is what football is about. It was, it was very genuine. And, yeah. And, I mean, honestly, I think we've said this before, but they were like the best, worst team you've ever seen. Yeah. Right? They they almost beat Baltimore. They almost beat. Um, I mean, like the I Vikings. Think the majority of their games out, were decided you know? by four points or less. Yeah, I mean they've almost won like five times this season, and they lost by field goals and and one point, or they blow it on the last drive. It's just they 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 are the best worst team at football. Look, they lose to the Ravens by two. Okay, they on lose, a sixty-five lose, yard field goal. They lose kick. to the Vikings by two. They lose. That was on a field goal. Kick. Yeah, they lose to they the tie Rams. the Steelers. Okay, they lose to the Rams by but that was nine ten points. That was that was more of a lead, but that was last minute stuff. They it lost was to last the Browns minute. by three points. They you lost know. to the Bears by two. Yeah. So I mean, you're looking at one, two, three, four, five, five, five games. That they so they'd be they'd be won. at six wins, and with a tie. That puts them ahead of the game in the playoff picture. So they'd be six and five with a tie. Yeah, this team still has a chance. Like guys, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of Detroit, it's been a long road, and I know you want to hurry up and get there. But with Dan Campbell as your as your leader, I think next season you're going to see this team turn around. Yeah, and I mean, with all the draft picks you got coming next year and the next couple of years, um, I think you're going to see a team that's going to get built from the ground up again. And it's not going to be the Lions that were always on Matt Stafford's shoulders. Yeah. It's going to be a team effort. And I like Dan Campbell as a coach. I do too. Uh, 
I mean, like, you know, like you said, like Urban Meyer is the is the first year coach that I think could get fired this year. Yeah, but I think Dan Campbell is the first year coach that's going to get those three or four seasons. And you've got to get. When I think he should. When, when you're, you're when rebuilding you're, a franchise, yeah. you got to like look at Stefanski in, in 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 Cleveland, right? Yeah. Nobody gave him a shot. Didn't didn't really think it was going to happen, and here he is. He built a playoff caliber team, and you hit a road bump this year a little bit, but you're still not out of it. And it's not, he's not going to lose his job anytime soon. Yeah, and, and I think I think the Lions front office will be doing a disservice to their fans, and you know, if they would get rid of Dan Campbell after this year, like I understand he's only won one game, and I'm not saying that he's the best coach in the world. By any stretch of the imagination, he's, but no, he's a guy you give a not, couple of years. It's not Tottenham, it's the build. next Bill Belichick, but you have to give him a chance to build this team. You have to give him a chance to get there. It took Sean Payton three you years know, I mean, to, to get us to a playoff caliber team. Two and a half. Ten and six his first season. We yeah. went to the NFC Championship yeah. game. So I'm saying, like, when, you, when you're, I mean, when you're, well, that's, you know, that, so that's as much that's on Uber That's a bad, that's that a bad. Is. But that's who we learned from. Right. And But I mean, it, it takes time to get there. And I think the Lions have a shot to get there. They just need to give and, and their look, coach chance what to they get did, them there. What they did for the uh, for the community in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, he gave the game ball to yeah. uh, to the football player who sacrificed his life to stop the shooter. Um, I'm not. A, I'm. I mean, I'm familiar with the story, but I can't think of the name of the school that it took place at. Um, but I mean, it's you know, he gave him the game ball, gave the school the game ball, and I mean, it's just a. Uh, in Oxford. Yeah. Sorry. And I mean, look, they, the, there was a lot of heroism uh, on that. And, you know, we, we always think sometimes you'll be tough. You know, you can, you can handle yourself in a situation, but, um, you know, the, the young football player that they kind of dedicated um, everything to, um, you know, he tried to disarm the attacker. And when you run towards a gun, it's a special kind of bravery. Right? You can't, you can't teach that. Um, you can train for it. You can think you can do it. Right? Yeah. But you just, you can't teach that. And, um, you know, Dan Campbell was kind of tearing up toward the, you know, when he was at the press conference reading names and, you could tell the team took it really seriously. They took it to heart. And, you know, it, it was nice to be able to dedicate the win to, to that. So, um, I guess we'll close on that. You know, just some prayers and, and, yeah, and, I mean, and love for yeah. the families there, you know. Um, it, you know, it's, 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 it's nice to be able to watch football and get away from everything. But it's also nice when football comes in and touches a community like that. Um, so, yeah. And that's what we got. That's the end of week 13. Yes, end of week 13. So it's week almost 14. over. Uh, <laughs> so this home stretch is going to be, it's going to be really interesting this year. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right, folks. Well, thank you for as always for watching. It was uh, a little longer than usual this week, but Deuces. that's what it is. Peace. Well, first thing I'm going to start with, uh, this game ball goes to the whole Oxford community. All those were affected. Um, and that being said, man, I just, you know, I just, I want us to not forget these names, Madison Baldwin, Hannah St. Juliana, 
Justin Schilling, Tate Muir, Phoebe Arthur, uh, John Ashuto, Riley France, Elijah Mueller, Kylie Osiji, Aiden Watson, and Molly Darnell, who's a teacher. Um, those those names um, for all those uh, you know will never be forgotten, and they're in our hearts and our prayers, and all the families, and not to mention all those that were affected by all of this. Uh, the classmates, the brothers and sisters, the cousins, the teachers, the, everybody, coaches, the, 